Pacific Ocean and viewers from around the world, good morning. We're live on the Between Holes podcast. And maybe it's not morning wherever you are. Maybe it's the afternoon. Maybe you're pulling an overnight shift. Whatever it is, I hope it's not as hot as where I am right now. Man, tune those compasses in to 15 degrees, 13 minutes north by 95 degrees, 40 minutes west. Now, seas are picking up again after a very calm day we had yesterday. Winds uh, about rocking 11 knots here. Waves 1 to 3, but a very slow period, so it's a slow rocking forth back on the boat. More on the winds later. Hashtag winds of Salinas. But let's get back to the heat first for a second here. Now... The Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn begin at a latitude of 23 north and 23 south. We are well under that now at 15 degrees north. Jesus. Satan's ball sack is an understatement for how hot it is, man. Forgive me for not wearing a shirt, but I just can't, okay? Because it's all sweating. And when I say everything, I mean everything. There is not an amount of cornstarch and baby powder that I can put on my dogs right now to keep them from just sweating. I mean, it's good old-fashioned middle of August heat, and we're not even out of April yet. It's not right, man. We're feeling a lot better from the seasickness that we were experiencing during the last show. That was a bad day for us. It, uh, it, it took me all of yesterday having relatively no wind and completely flat seas to recover from that. It was pretty bad. It had my outlook on this whole trip going south too. It's a long trip, okay? I'll say that. And I'm not even halfway in yet. And if, if I could have my way, I'd be about... 80% of the way through and you know it's part of the process right it's just like I said last time I don't want to sit here and say I'm all happy and everything's awesome and everything's great because this is this is mentally a little tough oh boo-hoo the rich white kid on his luxury yacht is saying how tough his life is no I, I'm not looking for your pity I'm just saying if anybody asks you to go on a 5,000 mile sailing voyage around the world don't say yes thinking it's gonna be a day at the spa okay relatively speaking I'm at the spa what I'm trying to say is that for somebody who's not used to boats it's just it's a change of environment and it's a big change of environment and it's taken me some time to get used to and yeah i'm i'm allowed to have bad days so fuck you the seasickness settling in the heat it's it's just a whole lot to take in right now it's a whole lot to handle and that brings us to the present right now what we're doing we're approaching a part of Mexico, se llama Salinas. And Salinas is famous because it is where two huge mountains run right up into one another. One coming down from the north and the other coming up from the south. Where I guess at this point it's more east and west. Anywho, the winds went through these two points, creating a phenomenon known as the winds of Salinas. Now, the winds of Salinas are always home to very violent and extreme winds, 
very, very rarely there's a break in the winds. And when you're sailing a boat, like we're sailing from the north to the south of Mexico, you need to time it so that you get there where the winds are not very strong. Because if you don't, well, it's a bad news. You can see around me how heavy all the winds are today. And we timed it for when they were calm. We're talking normally if you have 10 to 15 knots of wind somewhere else, you're going to have 25 to 30 knots of wind when you go past Salinas. So let's talk about some fishing, shall we? A few days ago on the overnight shift, my dad saw an entire school of flying fish pop up and start jumping all over the boat all around the boat we were in the middle they were all flying and flopping everywhere and it was wild and crazy there's a video of it on our instagram actually you can go check it out at between holes a funny i don't know what you want to call it thing that i never 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 knew about being out to sea in the middle of the ocean is when you wake up you have flying fish on the deck of your boat it happens some mornings, I wouldn't say all mornings, but just to wake up and you, you walk outside and there's a bunch of fish that jumped over on board and got stuck. It's so wild. The ocean is is a really, really busy place for how big and expansive it is. It just, anyway, so that was our first omen number one. And as you'll soon learn, things happen in threes. The second omen, we caught a bunch of bluefin tuna. Up to this point, we have just been catching skipjack tuna and amberjack tuna. The bluefin are a little rare, but these weren't any bluefin. These were itty bitty tiny baby bluefin tuna, probably about six inches long. You can't keep them, so we had to throw them back. But we caught how many? Three of them. And that we also saw as a good omen, which brings us to yesterday. Just as the sun was setting, Something big grabbed the line, and I mean big. It started whooshing out as faster than anything. It was bigger than anything we had caught so far. And from a distance, I see it jump out of the water, and it takes three or four huge jumps out of the water. It's a mahi, and it was a big mahi. That thing bit, and it is a strong fish. They are bright yellow and have blue fins and blue spots running down the sides of them. They are just gorgeous. And this thing was probably about 40 pounds. It was five feet long. It took Chris and I 30 minutes to reel that thing up to the boat and 30 hard minutes. Sport fishing's no joke. And this was a real certified A grade fish. It was, it was a monster. So we get it on the boat finally and wow, did it put up a fight. We got it on the boat. It, we thank it for its service. It was sacrificed to the fishy gods. We filleted it. We got the grill working for the first time. We cooked it up. We served it and all four of us ate maybe one sixth of that fish for dinner. And we have three gallon sized bags of mahi still in the freezer now waiting and chilling. Fast forward to this morning, we catch another mahi. This one's a little bit smaller, probably only about 30 pounds, but you have to realize mahi are not that big usually. I don't know if it's a Pacific thing or if it's just the luck of the draw, luck of the Irish, but the two mahi that we have caught have been so extraordinarily large. Mahi usually grow from about eight to 
25 pounds, the Google said. The, both mahi we have caught have been well over 25 pounds. I'm not kidding. The thing we caught yesterday was so big, we couldn't hold it up in one hand. If you're interested what this process looks like or what a mahi looks like, you can go check out the Between Holes Instagram page. We put it all up there. It was pretty wild. It's been a great few days of fishing. And honestly, this afternoon we had to pull a line in because we have too much fish on the boat now to eat. We still have skipjack tuna left over and amberjack tuna left over from our previous catches. And the mahi provide probably four times the meat that the tuna provide because on the tuna, they're so high. They have such high mercury content. You can only really eat the top loin and you have to throw everything else away. On a mahi, they eat like animals and they grow really fast and they're a lot younger, which is why you can actually eat the whole thing. You can eat top loin and bottom loin and they also have this amazingly delicate tender meat that lives in their cheeks and that it goes all the way up to their head. It's just a meatier, bigger fish and we were lucky to catch it. Anyway, that's about what's been going on on the boat so far these past few days. We're going to get through the winds of Salinas today. We're going to hit Chiapas hopefully tomorrow. It's starting to look like tomorrow night, and tomorrow night might start to look like the next day morning. You never know. But one thing's for sure, we're not getting anywhere anytime fast from the Pacific Ocean. Until next time, it's probably about time for me to say peace.